everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Monday. It's January 3rd. It's 2022. We have 10 basketball games to talk about here on the first episode of the new year. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester. What's happening, Chief? Nothing much, man. Glad to be here. Um, it's all good. Just, just glad to be here, man. New year, kicking it off. So it's time to get busy again. It is. I mean, it most certainly is. Um, 10 games right out, right to start the week off. Uh, a few teams on back to back. Some, I mean, I feel like the injury news and the COVID stuff is getting a little bit better. Um, but I mean, there's just so much going on still. We're just paying attention to you throughout the day. Uh, so, I mean, we are giving you a first look and I mean, you just really got to be paying attention to everything throughout the day. So let's jump in. We get started with Charlotte at Washington, 224 and a half total here. Washington is a one point favorite. Charlotte second end of a back to back. We'll wait and see. Um, as far as who's in and who's out, I would assume that PJ Washington, I know he, he didn't play yesterday because of, uh, the COVID protocol. So I would assume he's out again. And then on the Washington side, Bryant, Dinwiddie, Gill, Hachimara, Harrell, Holiday, NATO, and Wanamaker out. So starting here with Charlotte, what do you like here for the Hornets? Well, I mean, it's interesting because, we're back to full strength, and um, I, 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 I do want to see if they're going to hold Bridges out. Like to, today was his first game back, um, so we'll see. Like he, they could hold him out because he just came back today. I don't, I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't have a read on that, but that's just just some food for thought. Uh, overall, I, I feel like everybody's just priced appropriately. Uh, you know, Martin's five K, Ubre sixty two because these guys have been out. So he's priced back up. Rozier 69, LaMelo's 95. Um, that's where we are. So I just think, I think they're priced appropriately and I don't, I don't really want to play any of these guys. It's kind of my initial thoughts outside of like a game stack potentially. And I mean, in a game stack, just going, all right, well, I hope LaMelo has that game today. Um, I mean, he's played this team twice this year. He's averaging 53 fantasy points in those two meetings. Rogier is the other guy that, like, if I'm going to game stack this game, he would be someone that I'd be looking at. And then, I mean, on the Washington side of things, with Dinwiddie out, you know, Bradley Beal is going to be someone that 10-4, uh, he's expensive. But, I mean, I think the the ceiling and upside is there. Yeah, for sure. You know, like you said, with Dinwiddie out, it's very important uh, to understand that. I mean, he's been – I mean, he's pretty much been the Bradley Beal we kind of used to play when we would get him at like 9,200, 9,400, where he would have these explosive gains. Uh, the minutes are there. The shot attempts are up too, Stevie, which is really, I think, what's contributing to these big performances, right? 24 shots, 18 shots. 24, 23, 20, you know, if he's going to be taking 20 shots a game and then the assist number, Steve, he had 17 assists against the Bulls the last game, 10 the game before that. He's playing the Charlotte Hornets, sir. 
I, I'm expecting more of these assists again. So uh, I I like Bradley Beal at 10-4. It's, it's a very high price to pay, uh, but I definitely think, you know, he, he, he has the opportunity to get there. Kyle Kuzma has also been playing out of his mind, but, man, at 8K, whew, a little bit scary. Uh, playing the Charlotte Hornets, who, you know, can't really stop the big man inside, which is going to lead me to Daniel Gafford at 6K. He's probably someone you want to get involved in. I know, you know, he played 20 minutes against Chicago, uh, but the game before that, 36, 32 minutes. He's got tremendous upside in this game. I think – I don't know where his rebound prop is coming in at. Right off the top of my head, I'm going to guess eight and a half. Like, that's what I'm going to guess right now. I think that's probably close. He should get 10 rebounds in this game. Um, so I like Dan- Daniel Gaffer as a potential double-double candidate here. Yeah, I mean, Gafford has always been about the minutes. Um, so, I mean, if we expect him to get the minutes, I think the upside is there. I just – his minutes are just all over the place. He's at an all-time high. So, I mean, I think he's tournament play only. And, I mean, he's probably someone that you could potentially use in, like, a prop game. But it, it's Charlotte. It's Charlotte, it's Charlotte, it's Charlotte. You don't get many better matchups than charlotte um so i mean i love the spot for bradley beal i just i I think he can crush in this game and i like kyle kuzma a lot too uh both these guys are guys that i'll have a good amount of uh interest in you know when i'm finalizing like my my builds here houston at philadelphia 216 and a half total here. The 76ers, 13 point favorite on the Houston side. Brooks is out. Eric Gordon is questionable. Uh, and Sen Gun is out. And then on the Philadelphia side, Simmons and Springer are out. Tybal is questionable. Um, I mean, pretty normal type lineups here. I know on like DraftKings, we see like a Kevin Porter Jr. questionable, Mark. Um, he's dealing with that thigh injury. He's not on the injury report. Will, what are your thoughts here on Houston? Uh, don't play anyone against Houston. I, I don't even know if uh, Christian Wood and, and Kevin Porter Jr. are going to play after this debacle they had over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm kidding, but I'm absolutely not kidding. I'm, I'm I'm not sure if you know about it, but Christian Wood just decided he wasn't going to play anymore. Uh, they got into it with the coach at halftime. Kevin Porter Jr. left the arena. It was crazy, just madness going on. So th- there's some turmoil going on there in Houston. Uh, I'm I'm very afraid to touch either one of those guys. We'll see. Maybe they've got it cleared up. I, I'm going to try to get some news on that before the um, – before the um, – uh, the, the slate starts. I really want to look into this. At any rate, I do think if those guys happen to be on some type of a punishment or have like a one-game suspension from the team, then, you know, Jalen Green is going to be big time in play if uh, Eric Gordon, you know, can't play. I know they're playing uh, Philly, which which is going to be a tough matchup, but, I mean, they'd be down a lot of bodies. David Nawaba is going to still be in play, I think, or, or come back into play for us. Um, you know, KJ Martin. I, I think this is a fluid situation. It's something I want to want to dig up and let's see if 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 these guys are going to play. 
Yeah, I mean, this Houston situation, I was just kind of reading about it as you're um, talking there. Um, anyone that's new, I mean, I don't play DFS on weekends um, outside of like NASCAR season for NASCAR. It, it's just like my time to like catch up on life. Um, I mean, on the, yeah, the situation is super, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, like I guess Christian would miss like, the COVID testing thing and then like came off the bench and like what a mess man so pay attention to this because if for some reason these guys sit just on say is 5200 um Jalen Green is 5200 look at those guys uh any interest here in Philly I mean uh, how long is Joel and B gonna play in this spot he's 11-4 it's risky. I, I I don't know if I want to play anyone from uh, from from Philly, man. I just it, it feels too risky for me. They should essentially handle the Houston Rockets, and I know we can't predict everything, but I, I don't think I want to get in the mix. I, I, Joel Embiid could, you know, drop forty on anybody. I mean, he he could essentially score fifty fantasy points in the first half against this team, but I. I can't risk it. I, I can't risk it. Yeah, I just I worry about this game staying close. And, like, I don't even know how I would approach this game. If if I thought this game was going to stay close, um, maybe Kevin Porter and Wood play, and you take shots on them and, like, run it back with, like, an Embiid. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I don't have a ton of interest in this spot. Um yeah, Memphis at Brooklyn is where we're gonna go. <laughs> um, yeah, I just yeah, yeah um, I know this game is a two eighteen and a half total. This game opened as Brooklyn minus eight. It's down to minus six and a half. Um, on the Memphis side, Kyle Anderson's out. Dylan Brooks is out. Contra's out. Melton's out. Merrill's out. Tillman's out, and Williams is doubtful. On the Brooklyn side, LaMarcus Aldridge is questionable. Joe Harris is out. And Kyrie Irving is out because it's in Brooklyn. Um, has he played yet? I don't he hasn't played yet, right? I didn't know I missed so that. He was about to play, and then he tested positive for COVID. So they had to keep him out. Insane. He was gonna play on the road and he tested positive for COVID. Oh, that's crazy. Insane. Uh, um, all right, well, talk to me here about the Memphis side. Yeah, I mean, I, I think when it comes to Memphis, there's no secret here. I, I talk about this guy all the time. Is he expensive? Yes. Is this the spot to play him? Yes. It's John Morant, 9,800. He's absolutely been playing fantastic here recently. Um, you know, I, 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 I like what's going on here. I mean, the shot attempts are up. Peripherals are up. I mean, last three games, 30-plus points in each game. Gets a matchup with Brooklyn that's going to be high-octane, up-tempo. Uh, I, I really like what's what's going on here with Ja. Um, you know, for those of you, you know, I'm going to try to pull out a few props here uh, during these games. But Steven Adams over first-half points is typically one that's pretty good. Typically comes in at three-and-a-half, and he's going to hit it 80% of the time. So latch on to that one. Uh, if you must. Uh, outside of that, Kyle Anderson is out. So, you know, which one of these guys is kind of going to step in, um, like between Brandon Clark and um, 
what's the other guy's name? Jeez, because Clark played about 23 minutes the last time against the Spurs. Um, and then I'm trying to see how many minutes Xavier Tilmo. He's already out. So I think Brandon Clark at 3,800 might be somewhat good value uh, on this slate. Yeah, I mean, the matchup is really decent. Uh, I think, like, ceiling-wise, uh, Triple J has, like, 40-plus point upside in this matchup. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily hate him. Um, the other guy, like Stephen Adams is kind of interesting here. I think like just kind of looking, you know, he he's in that like 27 to 30 minute range. It's Brooklyn and he's 5,400. So he's gone over 33 fantasy points in three of the last four games. This is a matchup against Brooklyn. I just, I think Steven Adams is like right on that, like very like verge of like, is he playable or not in this spot? Um, so he's someone that like I initially had on my, my list for today. Um, so I definitely don't mind him and I don't hate the, the Brandon Clark news or, or idea, um, at all. So I think there's minutes to be had here, especially Kyle Anderson out, um, talk to me on the Brooklyn side. Yeah, with Brooklyn, I mean, Harden's priced up, but he should be. I mean, Stevie, I don't know if anybody knew this. He's got four 70-plus fantasy point performances, and KD is back, right? This, this isn't a spot where KD's not playing. KD has been back for at least two games. Harden is still, Stevie, still cranking out 70-point performances dare we say the James Harden that we've known to grow in love for fantasy performances is back uh the minister I mean see he's played 40 minutes in all of these games um 34 points 33 39 15 assists 10 assists 13 8 14 12 rebounds insane numbers here Stevie I, and I think James Harden is going to be a tournament play that we don't really get involved in I like James Harden here in this spot. I, I, I think, I, I think it's a big, it's a big time spot for him. I, I really do. So, um, like I said, I, I like, I like Harden here. Uh, I don't, don't want to play KD. I don't think he has the same upside as Harden currently, and that's probably about it for me. Yeah, I mean, dare we say he's back? Well, dare we say? Um, I mean, the price. The matchup is fun, right? Like, this is a good game. This is a game that should be back and forth. This should be a really competitive, potentially really high-scoring game. Um, so, I mean, if we continue to think like James Harden remembered, like, hey, I'm James Harden, and I'm just going to do everything uh, type of thing. Um, I mean, four 70-point games in a row. And like you said, it's not like, oh, Durant was out for all of those. I mean, Durant was out for two of them. But, I mean, he's been back for the last two, and James Harden hasn't slowed down. Um, so, I, I'm with you on James Harden. I think he's interesting. If LaMarcus Aldridge doesn't play, do we think Claxton could potentially gain a few extra minutes if that happened at 5K? Uh, he should, because, I mean, he's been playing. Uh, they had him around 30 minutes at one point. Anyway, I know um, – a lot of those guys were out, but even when some of them came back, like they still had him playing 30 minutes. Now, the last game against the Clippers, he was down to 23, 
But I, if Aldridge is out, I think his minutes go back to 30 immediately. Um, I don't think I have anything else from this game. We'll move on to Orlando at Chicago. 214.5 total here. Bulls a 12.5 point favorite. Magic second end of a back-to-back. They did play overtime. And Jalen Brown like, hey, Orlando, what's up? Um, Bradley Caruso, Cook, Green, Williams out for Chicago. Orlando, I mean, they're on the second end of a back-to-back, but I would expect um, most of these guys to be out um, that have been out here for the last few days. So let's start with the Orlando Magic. I, I think the biggest thing is... We'll see about Cole Anthony, you know, dealing with this ankle injury. If he's out, it obviously opens up a lot of usage. Uh, Terrence Ross, I think he had like 30-something points on Sunday and like no secondary sports or something or points. Um, So talk to me here about the Orlando Magic. Yeah, I mean, the thing is with, with these guys still sort of missing, like they're not completely at full health. Um you know, these same guys keep popping up for us, you know, Gary Harris, uh, Franz Wagner. I mean, he, he's been playing out of his mind, you know, mostly here. I mean, just from a from a scoring perspective, I mean, he's been fantastic. So uh, you've got that, you know, Wendell Carter Jr., 7,400, huge back-to-back for them. I am expecting them to maybe, maybe be a little sluggish playing against Chicago. So I, I'm really not – I'm not that interested in the magic today. I think I'm going to let them sit on the shelf and just quite honest with you, I'm probably not going to play anyone from Chicago either uh, because they're all priced up. It looks like they're pretty much going to be back at full strength. And um, yeah, I I don't really want to, this whole game, I think it's going to be a fate for me. Yeah. I mean, I like Terrence Ross a lot. Uh, I'll I'll say that like, uh, he's just a guy that given the opportunity, he's going to shoot. Like, and if Cole Anthony's out, there's opportunity for him to shoot. So, um, I mean, Terrence Ross is someone that I definitely don't mind in tournaments. But on the Chicago side, all the three studs are all over 9K, you know, and, and I don't think this game stays close enough for these guys to to smash. Um, so I think this is just a spot that I'll probably stay away. And, I mean... I don't think any any of them, Levine, DeRozan, or Vooch had a good game in Orlando earlier this year. Um, so I think I'm just kind of off of the Chicago side here. Um, if I play anybody, it'd be like a Kobe White. And that's just because yeah. he's cheap and the minutes are there. Yeah. Uh, Detroit at Milwaukee facing the Bucks, 214 and a half total here. Milwaukee is a 15 and a half point favorite for this one um detroit side grant jackson joseph livers olenic palmer smith stanley stewart walton jr out um divincenzo brooke lopez out and chris middleton questionable um so talk to me here about detroit yeah i sadiq bain and diallo these guys have been fantastic Cade is back. I'm fading everybody. I'm not playing anybody from Detroit today. Oh, these guys, Cade's 9K, Diallo's 8, 87, Sadiq Bay is 85. 
and they're going to Milwaukee. Forget it. Yeah, I mean, I have uh, this game in general. This game in general with Cunningham, the price that he is, uh, Diallo. I know, uh, like, I can click the the box score and see what he's been doing. He's eighty seven hundred. I like Diallo. Um, like a, as a player, he's a guy. He's a hustle player. Maybe he's cheaper on like a Fanduel. Maybe he's cheaper on like a Yahoo. But this price on DraftKings, he's just. I mean, he's unplayable for me. Um, at this price, and like, I did say that I was gonna try harder to like talk Fanduel and stuff on the podcast this year. They do not have pricing up, so I don't know what the pricing is yet. So there you go. Uh, yell at them, not at me. Um, <laughs> but I mean, am I missing something on the Buck side? Will or are we just we're just staying away, right? Like, there's nothing here. Yeah, I just the game could be competitive, but I'm just not buying that. I, I'm I'm not touching these guys. I mean, like you said, you look at the pricing. I mean. Milwaukee's expensive. Greeks eleven k. Holidays eighty five. So I'm just I'm just not getting involved in it. Just leaving it alone. The only okay in a large field tournament, if you're playing one of those top heavy, super top heavy, where you have to beat so many teams, and you're just like you're trying to do something completely different. The only thing is. I think Pat Cunnington would be someone if this game doesn't stay close, could play 30 minutes and at 4,400, he could be a, a huge difference maker at 1% owned. So that's all I'm going to say. It probably works it. one out of 10 times though. I'll say that it probably works one out of 10 times. Utah at New Orleans and like just kind of looking at the slate overall, there's a lot of potential blowouts on the slate. So there's going to be a few games that we get to, or we're going to be like, all right, uh, Utah, New Orleans, 216 total here. Pelicans, they're 10 and a half point dogs. Switched up on you. I wanted to see if you were paying attention. Um, Utah side of things. I, I mean, Pascal and Whiteside are questionable. New Orleans side, Ingram's questionable. Um, Sadoransky's out. Valanchunas is questionable. And Williamson is out. Zion's still out. So, I mean, the Utah side here pretty full strength Utah team. Uh, any interest in Utah? Uh, man, I, I tell you, it feels like I'm just not interested in a lot of these high power teams because it feel like it feels like they're, they're overmatching these guys. You know, when you look at uh, the Pelicans, I mean, especially Brandon Ingram is out and, and Valanchunas happened to sit like, it's just, <sighs> and Utah's expensive. Like, I, I don't think I want to play anyone from Utah either, Stevie. It's slim pickings for some of these upper echelon teams today. Go Bear at 87, Mitchell at 97. Uh, not that they can't get there, but, I mean, are they really going to have to play hard uh, to beat this team? Well, well yeah, because everybody's in the NBA, but do I think they get there from a fantasy point perspective? I, I do not. Yeah, I, I do not. I mean, yeah. Like, I completely understand why you would take maybe some shots on Mitchell or Gobert. It's just the prices on these guys, they're so price, they're priced appropriately. And like, even Mike Conley's priced appropriately. I think if you're taking shots on some Utah guys, maybe you take a shot on like Bogdanovich, 5,500. 
he shoots the ball really well and puts up 40 fantasy points. I mean, it happens. This dude is a guy where he can get hot and, you know, the upside I think is certainly there. On the New Orleans side, this is a tough matchup, but I'll say this. If Valanciunas and Ingram go from questionable to out, I think it changes the game dramatically. And Hernan Gomez, even in a tough matchup at 5,100, becomes super interesting. And Herbert Jones, I know he's been playing a bunch of minutes, but they're just not moving his price. And he's been someone that I've I've had my on here for the last week or so. Yeah, they, they really frustrated me with Hernan Gomez Saturday. Played him 20 minutes against Milwaukee. Um, somewhat of a blowout. They, they played Jackson Hayes more minutes this time. Jackson Hayes played 28 minutes. It's uh so frustrating. So I, I'm just I'm just not sure what they have going on and, and how they wanted to get this stuff done. But you know, I, I so my eye is on Jackson Hayes because if I think it's gonna be a blowout at 3,900, I'm I'm considering it, right? He could be be a sneaky player. You know, you talked about Herb Jones playing big minutes at 4,600. He's definitely someone. Uh, you know, I can get involved in. I still don't want to play anymore from Utah. I do not. But these cheaper pieces from, from the Pelicans, I definitely understand. Yeah. Um, the cheaper pieces, I think. Like you said, I think it all depends on Valanciunas and Ingram. If Valanciunas and Ingram play, I'm probably out. Like, just completely out. Um, because, I mean, is there... I mean, I probably still like the idea of like a tournament shot on Herb Jones, but if Ingram sits, man, like Alexander Walker becomes so much interesting, uh, more interesting as well. I know the matchup's tough, but uh, I mean, he's just someone that, you know, would make the list initially to make like a deeper dive into as well. So uh, Denver at Dallas two 12 and a half total here dallas is a two and a half point favorite we're going to get into some good games here to kind of finish the podcast out uh this i mean dallas is on the second end of a back-to-back we'll see um as far as they are concerned if anyone sits or anything along those lines pj dozier jeff green highland bones monte morris jamal murray Michael Porter Jr. are all out on the Denver side of things. So let's start with Denver. Uh, what are we looking at here for the Nuggets? Um, I mean, Jokic is 12-4. But, you know, this is another one of those spots where, especially if Porzingis sits, he should just keep eating. Um, so I, I don't see any reason to, you know, completely fade Jokic. Uh, but, they, you know, they do have uh, – what's his face that came back, I think? Uh, oh, man. Jesus, man. Uh, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon came back. And um, so I'm not sure what they're going to do with him at 5,500. You know I'm not playing him. He had a big game against Houston. Um, you know, put up pretty much 30 fantasy points. He's 5,500. I think what that's doing is that's cutting into – you know, some of these other guys, Will Barton is 6,200. So, you know, and I just feel like he's now kind of a low-tier 30-point player. It's basically just Jokic for me because he's got all the upside. I know Compazzo's playing big minutes too. Drop 60, Stevie, against Houston with 22 points and 12 assists. But that that's that's not going to that's not going to happen. Also had five steals, two blocks 
four rebounds. Upside game for him, but I don't see that against Dallas. So, I, I mean, my biggest thing here for Denver is do we take a shot on Compazzo knowing that, like, he put up 60 and people might chase in this spot and it was Houston? Or do we just be like, maybe, just maybe, we play Austin Rivers at 3,400 knowing that, like, he probably plays 30 plus minutes here. What are your thoughts on that situation before we move on to Dallas? I mean, Austin Rivers at 3,400 isn't bad. I mean, it doesn't seem like we have a whole lot of value on this slate. The problem is, Stevie, like he just, man, he's just not getting it done. I, I don't feel good about it. I think I'd rather play Jackson Hayes and hope for the blowout in New Orleans. All right, fair enough. Uh, talk to me here about Dallas. Um, like you said, poor Zingas. I mean, he sat Sunday, so do we think he's back here for this game? I would assume so. Um, what are your thoughts on Dallas? Yeah, I mean, Luke Luca came back. Um, I, I don't think they're gonna sit him, right? I, I don't think so, but you know, who knows with, with all of this stuff? Um, you know, first game back, maybe they think he, you know, needs the night off to get his win. Um, you know, Brunson is at 7,900. I, I don't want to play him at that price, even though Porzingis is out. I just feel like, you know, Luke is going to have the ball in his hands. Um, you know, one guy that, that I think is okay is Dorian Finney-Smith at 5,800. Um, he's going to play pretty good minutes, but you got to hope he's hitting his shots. Tim Hardaway is back now. So, you know, starting to get a little bit crowded. So all in all, it will probably be just Luca. Um, and maybe Dorian Finney-Smith, but that's about it for me. Miami at Golden State is where we head next. This game, 217.5 total. Warriors, an eight-point favorite. Uh, Miami's on the second end of a back-to-back. On the Golden State side, it's just Clay and Wiseman that are out. It's a pretty healthy um, you know, Golden State team. And then on Miami, I mean – it's been Robinson, Strauss, Vincent, and Bam that's been out. But Bam is not health and safety protocols. He's like four to six weeks or something, so he shouldn't be back for this game. Uh, so starting with the Miami side here, Jimmy Butler, 10K. Likely going to see a good, about a good amount of usage in this game. Year seven prices finally come up for the production that we've been seeing from him. What are your thoughts here on Miami? Sorry, Steve. I was trying to click my unmute button, and it was not cooperating. At any rate, your seven has been fantastic. Uh, the question, you know, we've just seen Golden State kind of handle traditional big men. And I, and I know he's not, you know, completely, completely – just know, but he, you know, he's going to be around the rim trying to get rebounds and he is going to look to score. The thing is, he's playing big minutes and, and Miami's still down bodies a little bit. So I don't know if they'll be able to run him off the floor. Uh, do like Jimmy Butler in this spot. They're on a the back to back as well. At 10K, it feels expensive. But if, but if they're going to compete in this game with Golden State, they are going to need uh, Jimmy Butler to get them rolling. So uh, I, I like him a lot. I think, you know, I think this is a big spot for him where he could really, uh, really get going here. 
Um, Golden State side, like Curry in any matchup is Steph Curry. Draymond, I wish he was a little bit cheaper because I do think this is a matchup that like we could see like Draymond get up for and like have a big game. Um, Jordan Poole's minutes, he came back and he, you know, played 17 minutes the other night. I'm a little concerned just about like the secondary pieces here. So I think if I'm looking at Golden State, it's Curry, it's Draymond. And I think um, I think um, (laughs) I don't know. My computer's going crazy. I'm like, what is that? I'm not even. They're trying to get you. They're trying to get you put some sunscreen on at eleven o'clock at night. Um, Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's awful. Uh, All right, I I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, Talk to me about the Warriors, Will. Jesus. I mean, I like the Warriors, and and I did, Steve. I watched them play against Utah the other night. Like, I I watched the game, and, I mean, it was was incredible, Um, you know, just to see them get out and play. Uh, Man, they just have a certain style of of basketball that's really, I mean – second to none in my book. So uh, I I enjoyed it, and I, I think, you know, I think they can actually win this game. Now that I've got that out of the way, from a fantasy perspective, Curry's 11-5. Don't, don't want to pay 11-5 for Curry. I think, you know, we can do, we can do much better than that. Um, you know, when I look at um, Jordan Poole, he's 5,900. You know, didn't play a whole lot of minutes against Utah, so he's overpriced, and maybe they're trying to just kind of work him back in. Andrew Wiggins is 7K. He's been great. Don't really want to play him. You know, Otto Porter, 5,800, played 36 minutes. If he's going to get 36 minutes, Stevie, I don't mind him at that price. But all in all, man, it's, man, really tough to play some of those guys. Atlanta at... Portland 226 total here. Atlanta is a three point favorite on the Atlanta side of things. Bogdanovich is out. Collins is out. Gorgie Dang is out. Hill is out. Hunter is out. Jalen Johnson is out. Cam Reddish is probable with the ankle sprain on the Portland side. Damian Lillard is out. CJ McCollum is out. Um, Nurkic is doubtful. Brandon Williams is out and Cody Zeller is doubtful. I think if this game was a seven o'clock game, it'd be the highest owned game on the slate. I'm hoping with the fact that this is a 10 o'clock game that we could potentially see lower ownership, but I might be wrong. I I think with all that said, I think um, Powell and Dennis Smith Jr. are going to be two of the higher owned players on the slate with Lillard and McCollum out in a matchup with Atlanta with a spread. That's only three Um, this game being in Portland. Talk to me here about Atlanta. Yeah, man, this is going to be a big spot here for the Atlanta Hawks. Trey is still 11-1. God, that's so expensive. Capella's 85, still fairly expensive, but the man put up 61 against Cleveland of all teams. Uh, Gallinari still questionable. Cam Reddish questionable. Uh, I mean, he's probable, excuse me, for this game. He's someone I'm very interested in. Uh, in, in this spot, and then Kevin Herter should 
should be back, I think, because he's coming out of protocols. I think he's going to be ready to go. So they'll have a little bit more scoring. So those are pretty much the main guys I'm interested in uh, for this team. I like so the game stack is so juicy here. Um, I, I think like just so there's so many ways that I want to play Portland. And I think on the Atlanta side, there's just so many ways that I'll run it back just to hope to get the right combo. Um, I just, I mean, Capella would, would potentially know Nurkic and he like, if Nurkic sits Capella abuses, abuses this matchup if they give him the ball. So he's probably my favorite play from Atlanta. And then on the Portland side, I mean, if Nurkic is out, it's hard not to have a ton of interest in Powell, Nance, Dennis Smith Jr., Little, Covington, um, even even maybe like a Ben McLemore at 3,900 would become interesting. Yeah, Ben McLemore played plenty of minutes, Stevie, against the Lakers. He played 30 minutes. Now, that was a huge lopsided game there. I mean, 106 to 139, don't get me wrong. But still, I, I, I think – I think this could be huge for him at 3,900 against Atlanta. You already talked about Powell. You talked about Little. You know, these are going to be guys that should play big minutes. Um, you know, Simons is, is, is questionable. He did clear the protocols and could be available on Monday. Uh, we'll have to see how that goes. Larry Nance is 5,900. Um, he would probably play 30 minutes in this game. And while he's a bit undersized, he can get active. Uh, Robert Covington would play 30 minutes, I think, especially if Simons is out. So, you know, a, a, all these cheap guys from Portland would for sure be in play. Oh, what a, this is a game that it's just it's it's juicy. Um, that's going to be a, a, a prop game dream there. Right as that news kind of comes out about Nurkic, you're going to want to jump on that one on the prop game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Minnesota at LA taking on the Lakers second end of a back-to-back for Minnesota. Um, and then, or not the Lakers, the Clippers, sorry. Paul George is out. Hartstein's out. Luke Kennard's out. Kawhi is out. Um, Jason Preston. I know you guys knew, but he's out. Um, and then Zubak is out as well. This game still doesn't have a total. Uh, talk to me here about Minnesota. Yeah, man. Um, I think, well, they're playing tonight, and, uh, you know, Patrick Beverly is playing. Um, let's see who else is playing here. Um, Beasley, Edwards, I think we're just trying to wait on some of these guys to come back, and they are starting to make it back. But Carl Anthony Towns is still out. D'Angelo Russell is still out. So Edwards at 77, big time in play for me. Um, Malik Beasley at 6K, big time in play for me as well. Those are two of my favorites, two of my absolute favorites. Yeah, I mean, I want to see and make sure everyone's going to play, I think is the the biggest and first thing here for Minnesota. And, like, it's so tough to to say, too, because, I mean, as we're recording this game's at halftime and, like, Nas Reed has good minutes, Anthony Edwards has good minutes, and Pat Beverly has good minutes, but Vanderbilt also played um, good minutes. So, I just it's so tough if everyone plays here for Minnesota. I think there's a couple of chances you could take. And then on the Clippers side, I mean Reggie Jackson is his price dropped, I think, 
too much. I think it dropped too much. Um, but I, I think like my guy that I continue to be the most interested in, in the Clippers is Marcus Morris. Um, just the usage is there. It doesn't seem like, you know, he's slowing down anytime soon. Um, what are your thoughts on the Clippers? Yeah, I mean, you talked about Marcus Morris. He's 6K now. Uh, but against Minnesota, I'm actually still willing to play that price, especially if he can crank out 40. Um, you know, Eric Bledsoe, 6,900. Uh, yuck. Not not with all these guys, all these guards playing. Now, I know um, uh, Luke Kennard was out for a game, but, you know, and he is out, actually, for, for this next game again. So Bledsoe still going to get minutes, but I can't pay – uh, 6,900. I think for me, Marcus Morris is absolutely, you know, who we want to get, get with on this team. I mean, this should be a fantastic spot for him. Uh, I know that, uh, Terrence Mann had a pretty good game as well against Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, excuse me, uh, Toronto. Uh, he's playing big minutes right now, all the minutes he can handle. Um, I don't think I hate him at 5,400 against Minnesota. I don't think I have anything else to add. Let's play the morning grind game and then uh, we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you like today? That's cheap. Oh, boy. Kind of a tough one for me, Stevie. I mean, that's. I feel like we don't have as many options today in this range. Um, I feel like based on the news for me, I, I think it's going to be um, uh, Jackson Hayes. I, I think I'm going to take a take a shot on Jackson Hayes, uh, thinking that they're going to run this same scheme with Hernan Gomez. Even though they got Gobert, if they get blown out, Jackson Hayes is going to get the minutes. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Terrence Ross. I obviously worry about a blowout a little bit, but Terrence – Terrence Ross, the human torch, is not afraid to shoot. And when I'm looking for 7X, I'm looking for ceiling. I want guys that are like that. So I'm going to go Terrence Ross. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust today? Uh, I mean, uh, now, in that category, we have a fair amount of them. And a lot of this I'm basing on blowout. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to get with Donovan Mitchell at 9,700. I, I don't think he gets there. I mean, we're on the same thought process today. I'm going to go Joel Embiid. I mean, yeah. matchups don't get much better than Houston, but I would be shocked if this game stays close. So, uh, I mean, that's just my biggest concern. Uh, who's your favorite 6X play today? Well, you know, I think for me, and this is a game that I do think is going to be competitive, Stevie. I, I do think this one is going to be competitive. I talked about it. This guy has been nuclear right now. Give me James Harden. Big number. Give me James at 11-3. Four 70-point fantasy performances in the past four games. I think 60-70 to 70 is in the cards again. I think I'm going <laughs> to – Oh, sometimes I say stuff sometimes, and I'm just like, did I really say that? And, I mean – I'm going to go with Dennis Smith Jr. in this spot. I think DSJ gets it done with Lillard and McCollum out. I think Nurkic ends up sitting too. 
Um, give me DSJ as my favorite 6X play today. Um, and that's, I mean, that's kind of with like Simon's even coming back. I still think DSJ gets there. Um, but yeah, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Will, who do you got? There's so many games I don't like on this slate. And so for me, getting weird is a little bit tough. I don't think this is going to be weird, which probably means I need to give you a different play. It was going to be Marcus Morris, but do you think that's weird enough at 6K? Do you think the price bump keeps people away? Or do you think they still hop on the train? I guess that's my question. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he's popular here. He was going to be my favorite 6X play. Um, I changed my mind to DSJ because I like to be crazy. I, well, let's I mean, do, let's, let's do this then. I'm going to go with one of my consistent let's get weirds, and that's John Moran at 9,800. I like that. I'm going to go Daniel Gafford, 6K, going up against Charlotte. Hope the price keeps people off. Hope he gets the minutes. If he gets the minutes, he is a Awesome. Let's get weird GPP play going up against this Charlotte uh, front court. Will, any bets standing out to you here night before? Man, I am on the DK Sports book right now, and I'm trying to – let me see. Do we have any oh, – I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see if we have it, Stevie. The rebounds – they haven't they haven't given it to us just yet. Um, I was trying to see if the um, if the rebounds were in for for Daniel Gafford because that was going to be um, a big one for me. You know what? Let's do this. Give me John Morant over six and a half assists here. They've got it at minus one twenty on the DK Sportsbook right now, and they're playing. Uh, they're playing Brooklyn. I-, I think he can get seven assists, Stevie, over six and a half at minus one twenty right now. All right. Um, there's not anything that is like jumping off the page to me. Um, I-, I think the thing that like I think I'd go Denver plus two and a half. I think it's going to be a really competitive game. Dallas on the second end of a back-to-back. I know Denver's without a lot of pieces, but I mean, Jokic can just take over games and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think this is a good spot for Denver plus two and a half. So, uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, sir, man. We got a serious storm going on right now. Here at my house, it's pouring cats and dogs. We get it about uh, so, two a or two a.m. three a.m. I was looking at yeah, it. it's coming. Yeah, it's 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 going pretty good right now. And you you know you're in Florida. I'm on the coast here in South Carolina in Charleston. So uh, it's going to be an interesting little night, I think. But either way, man, I'm good. Everybody, be safe and thanks for hanging up, hanging with us, and happy New Year, first part of the year. I mean, the high tomorrow is 64. It's going to be cold. Um, that, that's cold. <laughs> In Florida, that's cold. Um, every time I say something like that, I get so many tweets of people being like, 
look how much snow is on the ground. I'd be like, yeah, look how much rain we had in the summer. Um, yeah, hurricane. Yeah, don't come at me. <laughs> don't come at me. Like, this I is mean, when I get to enjoy my 70 degree weather when you guys are freezing. Um, so, <laughs> but anyway, we're going to get out of here. First pot of the year in the books. We'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.